1: Of all the virtual clinics, I get to run my two favorites, by far, are Lawrence First and Goal and The Cool Clinic. These are two clinics that are just packed with information, packed with great speakers. And in my first, Lawrence First and Goal Clinic, I had the opportunity to meet Bob Wiley. And from there, a discussion happened, and we came together and put on the first virtual Cool Clinic Clinic that had been going on for 38 years, but was shut down by COVID. So we were able to bring the clinic to about 500 coaches across the country, expand what Coach Wiley had done, and we continue to do that in 2022. Unfortunately, with all the things up in the air in January, when decisions had to be made, we had to take the cool clinic back online again and we have a great lineup of speakers here for 2022. What I share today is from Lawrence First and Goal Clinic in 2021 when I first met Coach Wiley, where he talks about things you should know. And it's a highlight to some of the things he expanded upon and talked about in his clinic talk, what to tell them when the ball is dead, which he gave at the Cool Clinic. But this one, he talks about some of the chemistry. Uh, It's also some of the things that we expanded upon in the two podcasts that we did together on coach and coordinator. I'll link those in the show notes, but some great ideas here from coach Wiley in this short segment from Lawrence first and goal clinic from 2021. I'll put links in the show notes and how to get the replays from the 2022 Lawrence first and goal clinic, as well as how to register for the 2022 cool clinic. Enjoy this one with coach Wiley.
0: I appreciate you guys reaching out to me doing this. I enjoy doing the clinics. I enjoy sharing information. Over thirty plus years as a pro football coach, and I didn't do that by myself. Okay, I started coaching pop water football, junior high school football, right, high school football, college football, pro football, both in the National Football League and in the Canadian Football League. Okay, so I, but I did That didn't happen by you know by myself. I had people that helped me and, and mentored me and tutored me you know, all the way through. So it's only morally correct, if any of you guys have been around me before, that you give back to the profession that's been good to you, okay? That's what you should do, okay? You watch the NFL, guys, uh, we share information as line coaches. We have a line clinic in Cincinnati. We've been doing it for 38 years. We have over 400 line coaches that come from all over the country, schools, you know, Forty-three different states, two hundred eleven different universities, six different countries. They come from Japan, Brazil, Austria, England, Scotland, Canada. Right? You know, we share ideas. We don't share snap counts, and we don't share automobile systems. But we share ideas. You're not going to find that anywhere else. Okay, so you don't find your defensive lineman doing that, right? You know, the line guys. You know, the offensive line coaches will share ideas. All right, because our our main goal was to what? Okay, you got an objective. You have to. You want to keep your quarterback standing up, okay, right? And you want to create lanes for so your running back to get in, okay? The two things that you need to do as an offensive line coach, okay? And if I can give you some quick things before we start, because everybody, everybody chases the X's and O's, guys, right? But 80% of the game is communication, okay? And 20% of the game is the X and O technical stuff. And we are so guilty as coaches Myself included, of chasing the twenty percent instead of chasing the eighty percent. I believe wholeheartedly that what players don't care how much you know. Players care how much you care. That's the number one, number one thing you have to learn as a young coach. You've had the old, some of the older coaches, and the chemistry that you create in your meeting room, okay, is more important than any of the X's and O's that I can draw on the board. That chemistry, okay, right? That stuff is more important. You gotta show them that you care. You know, I get all my guys' birthdays, and if we're in season, and there's a birthday, in that room, there is going to be a cake with his number one name on it, okay? That's gonna happen, right? His wife's gonna get flowers on their anniversary because they're gonna forget, okay? That's gonna happen, okay? Their kids will get a little toy or something at Christmas time, okay? You gotta care about your players, Number, right? The chemistry and that you have to get done, okay? That's imperative, okay? A couple of minutes on when the ball is dead, okay? Because I see this happen a lot in football, right? We don't pay enough attention to it. When the ball is dead, what happens? The ball dies. Right, whistle blows. That doesn't mean stop. That means finish. You finish what you're doing. Okay, that's what that means. When the ball stops. Okay, right. You finish. Okay. Now, at that point in time, you've either won or lost. You've either beat the guy or you did it. There's no gray area. Okay. What I find at that particular point in time, our coaches do this. The coaches use the term mindset. They say, "Hey, you got to be in the right mindset." Right. But the kids sitting in in you never explain to the kid what a mindset is, but you gotta tell it. you you gotta have a mindset. They don't know what a mindset is. The they didn't say, oh yeah, coach, you gotta have a mindset. You know, some of the smart-ass kids are okay, what's a mindset, okay? A mindset, your eyes and ears take in thousands of bits of information, right? Every second. And then you, your brain puts it where it needs to be and gets rid of the stuff that you don't need, right? And all mindset means it's interpreting the information that you've just taken in. Now that interpretation is handled in two ways. You have a growth mindset, you have a fixed mindset. Okay, the kid with the fixed mindset is gonna say, hey, say he misses the block. Well, I didn't hit a line call. I didn't see the safety. I didn't see the quarterback. I didn't hear a quarterback. He's got an excuse. He's throwing somebody under the bus. And his is based on judging, right? That kid is going to get you fired, okay? You gotta get that kid into the growth mindset. Okay, the mindset where the kid goes, whoa, I just messed this up. You know, how did I mess this up? How am I gonna fix it? How am I gonna get better? Okay, you gotta get the kid in that mindset. Okay, so you keep your job. You want the kid to play in that mindset. Now they come back to the huddle, right? They want to information. Share it with your buddies. Okay, whatever information you got because the guy you're playing against may go play on the other side. So with any information you got, give it to those guys. Now you're back in the huddle. Now, what to lose, you're gonna get rid of the last play. When does that occur? When do you get rid of it? I tell them, flush it, flush it, guys. It's the toughest thing to teach players at any level, right? It's how to stay in the moment, right? Especially if they get their ass beat because you can get angry, that's okay to get angry, but there's a point in time you need to get rid of it. You've got to get rid of it, right? Because that last play is ancient history. The next play, you don't know what it's going to be. All you know is what's going to happen right now in the huddle. So there's a point in time you need to flush that play. When When we have our quarterbacks get in the huddle, okay, there's always some type of buzzword for the guys. Listen, I got it. Give me your eyes. Whatever it is you choose to use, okay, at that point in time, you get rid of the last play. You flush it. It's no good to you. Get rid of it. Right now, the quarterback's going to call a play, whatever that play is. Let's say when I, uh, our inside play was 16. So he calls an inside zone play, 16, okay? Right, so always ask yourself three questions, guys. Every play, you ask yourself three questions, okay? Number one, right, what do I have to do? First question you ask yourself, what do I have to do? The second question is, what can the defense do to me in the configuration that they line up in? because the right side sees one pitcher and the left side sees another pitcher, right? And the center, that guy has to put it all together. So what can the defense do to me in the configuration that they line up where they put those guys, okay? And then the third question you ask yourself is how am I going to get the job done, right? Am I working with the center? If I'm a guard, am I working with the center? Am I working with the tackle? How am I going to get this done? So you got these three questions that you're asking yourself every play. What is the run or a pass? doesn't matter and you organize your thoughts on the way to the line of scrimmage, to the line of scrimmage, right? Right? Not when you get there. When you get there, it's too late, okay? Because you are putting your hand on the ground and we're going. So I try to give them things to organize their thoughts on the way to the line of scrimmage. That's why you don't see the pro teams run to the line of scrimmage. They walk because they're organizing their thoughts. And as you're going to the line of scrimmage, your eyes start deep. They start deep, find the safeties. Right? Then you find the nearest linebacker to your side, right? And then the last thing you look at is the guy you're going to bark. Look at the down guy, okay? And you form a triangle in your head. That triangle is going to tell you what that fart's going to do. You're going to be ahead of the curtain if you do it that way, right? Now the ball snapped, right? You go play, the whistle blows, and it starts all over again, every play. So you see how hard it was kind of quick because I want to show you some video. You see how hard I, I had to coach those guys between the ball's dead. The ball's dead. What do you tell your guys when the ball is dead? You know, that old stuff about, you know, the, the quarterback, you know, he's looking at the defense. He's looking at guys coming out off the field. That's all BS. And I, that's all gone. Okay. He's got a wristband on with 3000 plays on it. Okay. He's got a guy talking in his ear. Tell, he's watching the personnel guys come on and go off. That's why they don't stand in the huddle, right? He's trying to find the play on the wristband that the offensive coordinator's giving him, or whoever the play caller is. Okay, and then he counts one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then he steps in the huddle so there's not too many guys. So that bit about the quarterback looking at the you know that's all out. Okay, that stuff don't happen. The ball's dead. All right. So how much are you coaching your guys when the ball is dead? That's all based on communication. That's all communication. That's 80% of it. So that's a little something when the ball is dead.
1: Thanks again for listening to the Coaching Coordinator Podcast. The links to Lawrence First and Goal replays as well as the 2022 Cool Clinic can be found in the show notes saved till April 1st on the Cool Clinic by registering now. Follow all we're doing at coachingcoordinator.com and follow me on Twitter at Coach K Grabowski.